Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 700, recorded live on October 9th, 2021. Yay! Do, do you want me to get like a, a round of applause sound effect to put in there? No, no, okay. I don't think we need that. Okay. Right. But like maybe some, some poppers and like fireworks, like... Noisemakers. Seven hundred is a lot. Yeah, I kn- I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> Any- oh, I know. Anyway, the, the, we got to we got to finish the intro here. Go 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 go. Yeah, okay. no, do, okay. do it. Here are your hosts, the man who most likely had no idea where we were going to end up with this podcast on that fateful night at Denny's. Dave Play. I mean, no. <laughs> The man who definitely had no idea where we were going to end up with this podcast on that fateful night at Denny's. Andy Lowe, hi. That fateful night at like 2 a.m. when we're like, we should talk about stuff and record it. Damn it. We have opinions and we know things and it's fun to talk about it. And we could get passes to PAX. And we can get media passes, which I'm pretty sure we're on a blacklist now because every time I apply, they're like, no. Well, yeah, because, yeah, we, we, we're not legit enough anymore. I guess. I don't know. Like Last time yeah. I went to apply, I was, okay, what's your tax ID? And I'm just like, uh. Um, I don't know. <laughs> like, what do you mean tax ID? Granted, I haven't looked Why? recently, especially <laughs> since, you know, streamers now. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they have their own thing at PAX. Yeah. 700 episodes now. Now, for those who are um, keeping track, mm-hmm. uh, what, 38 random topic recaps in there, I think? I think That's 38. a lot. Yeah. So, you know, this hasn't been, you know. It's not fully 700. Mm-hmm. Well, but the, the random topic recaps don't count, right? Or do they? they they're count. numbered episodes, too? Yeah, they're numbered episodes. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so not quite, like, 700 actual episodes. Yeah, so there's but 38. Like, clip shows count. Yeah, no, I, that's, that, that was the idea of the random topic recap was, shoot, we need to put something out there. Let's do a clip show. I can easily whip together a clip show. That won't be too hard. Yeah, yeah, not too hard. Mm-hmm. Take a while at this point because you'd have to go back and figure out where we were. <laughs> uh, let's see the last random topic recap. Let's see, that was episode 515. Uh, last episode was 484. And I have actually been diligently saving every single random topic. Nice. To make it easy to... Mm-hmm. So yep. if we need to take, like, a five-week, like, hiatus sabbatical, you got that covered. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. 485. 485 random topic till now. I wonder if Windows is smart enough to just tell me what the full time is. Uh, 207 207 files 9 9 gigs of audio 9.14 gigabytes of audio length are are you ready are you ready for the length of is this of the 700 episodes or of the like ones since the random topic recaps or what this this is the 207 random topic you know, random topics we haven't done yet oh just purely the random topics yes just the random topics 207 we ha- of them i'm gonna go with oh so it's gonna be what an average of say 2000 minutes divided by uh, 200 divided by six is like 30 is that right 
Yeah, about 35. So about 35 hours? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, 14 hours. Oh, I was going with an average of 10 minutes. It sounds like 14 hours and 22 minutes. Okay. Which I, I, I so, did actually give you a clue because I told you the size, and these are all wave files. I, Andy, Andy, you didn't tell me the sample rate. That's, that's true. I didn't tell you if it was mono or stereo. Also, you didn't tell me mono or stereo. Well, that's, you that's, also didn't tell me the sample rate. They're wave files. They still have sample rates. No, wave files are wave files. Andy. Unless there's a standard... Okay, there is a standard WAV file sample rate. That's why. Mm -hmm. Oh, but you didn't tell me if it was 8-bit or 16-bit samples. Why the hell would I do 8-bit sampling? That's just... Oh. I have no idea. <laughs> the, the, main, the main question is, you know, mono stereo versus stereo. Because yeah. Yeah. that's going to double the size. Yes. Ooh, excuse me. Stores audio at about 10 megabytes per minute mm -hmm. at 44.1 kilohertz. So, yes. So, yeah, if we really wanted to take, we take three months off, we, we could take three months off and have enough clips to, to, to cover us. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. Yeah. The, the I don't one, plan on it. The one problem is the fact that I would actually have to go through all of these clips and actually combine them into episodes. And that's. Yes. Oh, wouldn't take you too long, right? <laughs> It's it's just annoying, is what it is. Yes, it's tedious. Yes. Well, Andy, congratulations on seven hundred episodes, give or take. Yes. There was like a missing episode in there. There's an extra because we had like episode zero. There's the so like roughly, you know what? It's close yeah. enough. Seven hundred episodes to you, my friend. Cheers. Cheers. There we go. Clinked my cans together. Oh, I don't. I don't have a second one here. Right, Andy. On. Yeah. Andy? Yeah? I have two cans in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, Dave. I, well played. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Um, so what's up? What's new? Oh, um, didn't have time to plan anything spectacular for this episode because um, somebody in Isaac's classroom tested positive for COVID. Oh, no. Has Isaac had his test yet? Yeah, everybody here is negative. Okay. But the classroom is shut down until Friday of next week. So Kate and I have been playing ping pong with Isaac to uh, stay with him. Yep. Yeah. Ping pong parenting. Mm -hmm. And people were wondering why the job numbers haven't gone up yet. Well, because the kids are in school. Yeah, so everyone should be back at work. No, the kids are in school. They're all getting COVID and going home. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, well, I can do it this day. And then I had them on Friday. Mm -hmm. And then we went out for donuts in the morning. Ooh. Um, yeah, I was trying to convince him because work was doing a remote at uh, a bagel shop in town. So I was trying to convince him to get bagels. But when I said yeah. bagels, he thought donuts. Oh, no. Oh, those are two different things. Yes. So we went to go get, ba you know, we went to go get donuts. Um, and as I'm sitting there driving to the donut shop, I hear one of our uh, stations go off the air and I get the alarms and everything else like that. And I'm just like, <laughs> You're like ah, I, ah. I, ha I have the kid with me, you know. <laughs> hey, bud, you ready for a field trip? <laughs> um, well, I already did that earlier on Wednesday. I went to mm -hmm. um, my sister got a bunch of patio furniture that we're going to take up to the cottage up north. Ooh, I know. Cool. And I had a trip. I, I like that. That sounds good. That yeah, I know. is applicable to me. 
Um, but it's a bunch of patio furniture, so we couldn't really like, you know, put it in a car. And I'm like, well, I actually just found a trailer for work and the Outback's got a trailer hitch. And I'm like, so I'll just take Wednesday off and, you know, go pick up the patio furniture and then anything else. And then I can just, you know, drive it back here and store it at one of our transmitter sites because a couple of our transmitter sites are from that era of you have to have somebody at the transmitter building 24 seven. So they like a house. Yeah, pretty much, you know, plenty of room, indoor plumbing, the whole nine yards. Right. Um, so the other thing was like, yeah, no, I can, I can store patio furniture in there. No problem. You can't even, you would like, you would walk and be like, Oh, new chairs. Nice. <laughs> no one would think twice about it. Yeah, pretty much. So I was going to do that on Wednesday and then I had Isaac with me and I'm like, Isaac, we're going to go on an adventure. Which worked okay for Wednesday. He, by the end of it, was like, are we going to go home now? No. But, uh, yeah, I, I appeased him a little bit. We went to Ikea, and I let him, you know, look at all the Ikea stuff. Got him a new stuffed animal, which is this dinosaur that's bigger than Megan. Okay. Yeah. Big stuffed dinosaur. The things we do to keep kids entertained. Yeah. Let's yep. go to Ikea and yep. just walk around. Yeah, you know, get some energy out. Oh, look, yep. they have ice cream. You like oh. ice cream. Um, come come to Epic and you can walk around for hours and hours and hours because there's so much to see. Yeah, yes, but the car ride it is a long car ride. Yeah, yeah. So you know that whole car ride thing. By the time you know it rolled around, like it's like I I just want to go home. Like, but I got all this patio furniture. I have to drop. Uh, okay, we'll go home. So then after you know Wednesday, he he finally gets to bed. I have to drive all this patio furniture out to the transmitter oh. site the middle of the night oh didn't didn't want to risk a like bud we'll go home as soon as we're done with this but yep. we gotta go mm-hmm. yeah no it oh. was it was getting to that point of just like all right we'll just go home i'll deal with the rest later so then you know friday rolls around it's like hey isaac you ready for another adventure and he's just like no no <laughs> no no adventure i want to stay home today and he was very adamant about it so i had to wait for kate to get home and watch him and then i drove out to the transmitter site i, I assumed um because this was the same transmitter site that lost power before that it wasn't anything you know local with the site and of course not it was a substation that went down and took out you know mm-hmm. major chunk of the county nothing i could okay. do about it nope but i still had to drive down there and you know make sure Yep. So yeah, we've just been, you know, bouncing back and forth. And I think I'm going in on Monday to get some stuff done. Then I think I've got him on Tuesday, I do believe. And then, yeah, no, it's just back and forth. Hot potato. Luckily, when does there's the class open back up? Next Friday. Okay. We had a, we had a, I mean, slightly less intense scare for, for Laura and me because it's not our kid, but uh, our, our godson had a classmate in his preschool that, not even preschool, daycare. He's in daycare and, and the kid had a uh, positive COVID. And so they, you know, they closed the daycare and so they're at home and they got him tested and the preliminary test came back positive. And so they are like, they were like, shit, because they both work and they both work at Epic. And so, like, they, they had to stay home. And, like, one of them's a trainer and the other's a barista. And, like, what are we going to do? Uh, thankfully, the the full test, the, the, like, secondary test came back negative. Ah, good. But, damn, that was, that was scary for a little bit in there. And also, his sister didn't have it. So, like, he, yeah, um, he had to basically stay in his room. Because they, they couldn't let him out because they had to quarantine him. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, it was messy. It was just messy and gross and sad. Yep, that's... 
I told Kate, I'm like, you know, part of me is just like, look, if I get COVID, there's a bunch of stuff that I can do by myself for work that I can, you know, I can socially isolate myself without even blinking an eye. But I don't, I don't, you know, then getting everybody else whipped up and it would just be, nope. Yeah. Oh, we had, a, uh, we had some friends who were like, they kind of got it easiest. Like if you're going to get it, it was, it was almost better that it happened this way, which is that one of the parents and one of the kids tested positive. Oh, well, there you go. So they were able to split the two kids. Yep. And one of the parents just hung out with one of the kids like upstairs for a week. And the other one stayed downstairs and just, you know, they coordinated via text of like, all right, um, you know, we're clear. You can come out and come outside and spend some time outside. Yeah, this whole thing is just crazy. But good news is, is that Pfizer is submitting the paperwork for uh, five and ups now. Woo! So if the if the last timeline from the last time they submitted is any indicator, most likely uh, looks like five and ups possibly by Thanksgiving for vaccines. That sounds pretty cool. Yep. And then we just got to wait for the... Your kids aren't five. Nope. <laughs> Isaac is four. Four, and, four and a half, basically, by the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, man, if you can July. just, if you can round up... <laughs> Because he's basically the only one who's who's at most risk because Megan um, was uh, breastfeeding from Kate after she got her vaccine. So most of the, most likely she's gotten some um, antibodies passed down through Kate. You know, and then I've got my vaccine. She's got her vaccine. It's Isaac's been the only, you know, real wild card. Totally non-treated. Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. So, yeah, no, that's... It's been a busy week. It sounds like it. Yeah. With the, the other fun fact is that um, with my job, I've got a separate sick day bank and vacation day bank for days. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hey, Isaac's daycare closed down due to, you know, a COVID. COVID. Would I be, you know, if I'm taking days off, is that technically considered a, like, you know, sick day? Because there, it, literally there's a code in there for, you know, a family illness child. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, if he had COVID, I would be able to, you know, do, yeah. But, you know, once he did, you know, doesn't have COVID, it's like, well, now you got to take vacation days because nobody in your family is actually sick. And I'm just like, oh. I mean, for, so yes, but also, are they going to check? Um, I had to submit my uh, negative tests to work, something OSHA right. related. Right. But are they going to check? Like, I'm staying home to take care of Isaac because he's sick. Um, End of sentence. If there's more than three days in a row, then uh, doctor's appointment stuff is required. required. Yeah. What? Bullshit. I don't oh make my up God, the rules. What happened to this, like, mom and pop radio station? <laughs> Family owned. Like, what the fuck? Insurance, a man. A doctor's note? Insurance. A, it's, it's, a it's, doctor's it's, note? That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Just putting that out there, man. Like, well, I know when I had um, when I had Isaac and Megan, I could take a maximum of five days off for family leave for the birth. Mm-hmm, but once mm-hmm. I passed five days, then we actually started getting into FMLA and short-term disability stuff, and I'm just like, that's yep, that's a that's a lot of paperwork right there. So I t- I took five days and. Yep. After those five paternal days, paternal leave just isn't a thing in this country, and that nope. sucks. Mm-hmm. 
I was actually looking at that. Um, I think it was a New York Times article I read where they had talked about how like the U.S. is one of the top spenders on childhood education starting in kindergarten. So yeah. Kind- yeah, spending on childhood education starting at kindergarten, the U.S. is one of the top spenders and top ranked you know countries. Yeah, makes sense but, because we can't be home. We need daycare. Yeah. Well, yeah. Up until some birth till five, we are one of the lowest spending countries for government subsidies and government spending on childhood care yep. in the developed like nations. It's like we, we, we five on. Yeah, works great. From zero to five, it's just come on, can we just five yeah. years? Just a little I mean little bit more. my 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 friends who have a four year old, like she's in, in the four K now, which is like a half day for four days a week, and that's saving them some huge amount of money because those are days that she's not in daycare. Mm-hmm. I remember um I, I did that daddy boot camp with Isaac where the, the the hospital required you to go to this daddy boot camp where you had, you know, new, expecting fathers and actual That's like, hilarious. and dads, you know, so that they had a little book that you would go through. But a lot of it was just, you know, the new, the expecting fathers would ask the actual dads questions. And, we, you know, you'd have you'd have a, like a moderator in there to kind of like make sure we, you know, stay on track and we hit certain points. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was, I came in with that, with that thing there and they're like, well, you know, what about daycare? And I'm like, daycare is a mortgage payment. Yep. It's, it's a car payment. It's, yep. you know, you, if you're not, you know, budgeting for it now, do, do you, what are your options? Budget for it. Yeah. Like that's, you got it. You got a budget option. for, you know, start saving for it now. Start budgeting for it now. I'm like, you know, how this, this is how much we're spending on diapers. This is how much we're spending on formula. Yep. You know, like start budgeting these things because it's, uh, yeah. Babies are expensive, man. Like babies are soups expensive. Anyway. <laughs> yep. I, you know, Andy. You didn't expect uh, that when you asked me how I my week was going. I did not expect that. Well, I, I also did not expect that when, when we sat down and said, let's make a podcast. <laughs> That's that's another place where I I did not see this going. Nope. In any way, shape, or form. So it sounds like you had a bit of a week. Yes. You know who else had a bit of a week? Facebook. Facebook's IT staff. <laughs> I'm just I'm just Facebook in general because you had the you had the whistleblower on Capitol Hill, and then like literally the next day, Facebook goes down for six hours, and then yep. goes down again on what Friday? Yes, I was wondering if that was an official thing or not because like I did notice a service interruption. Yep, no, it went down a second time too, not as bad as the first time, but there was still an outage for people. It dropped my call on Messenger. <laughs> Oops. Oh, <clears throat> what the hell happened to that? I don't know because Sorry. I don't know what that is. I got an I just got an alert for um I I have eBay set up to alert me when somebody posts um Axia and audio like professional audio equipment to eBay. Uh-huh. So I just got an alert. I'm like, oh hey, look at that! And then I I pull it up there, and this box looks like somebody took a baseball bat to the top of it. And I'm just like, oh, what happened there? I don't know. I don't know either. Possibly someone took a baseball bat to it. <laughs> I I hope not. It'd be an okay deal if actually, yeah, there's a whole other thing with that. But yeah, no, for, on first glance, ooh, nope, we're going to pass on that one. Yeah. Sorry, that was just my email. That's you know, fine. I, no, I get those happens. alerts because I'm like, hey, shoot. Because when they come up, you, you got to be ready to take action on them. Yep. What's your eBay strategy? Uh, I hate sniping. 
but it's the most effective way to do it. Yes. And it's also the cheapest if everyone does it. Yeah, no, I, cause if nobody knows that you're bidding on it, nobody right. else, yeah. You keep the price down. Mm-hmm. You put in your maximum amount that you are willing to bid and you wait until the last second to do it. Yep. And, and then eBay does, that, yeah, eBay does it its thing at better. like the last, the last 30 seconds. You just watch all the things just start ticking up and you're like, okay. Yep. I mean, it's in eBay's interest to not do that, right? Mm-hmm. eBay wants you to bid early and bid often because it drives up the price. But no, most of the time I haven't, um, the last few things I've bought on eBay have all been buy it now pricing stuff. Ah. Because I look at it and I go, oh. eBay, eBay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to eat, you know, I look at it and go, that's that's a fair price for this thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to try and hankle it, I'm not going to do it. There are a couple of times, though, where somebody posted something and I'm like, you just looked at the other prices people were selling it for and put it up there, but you haven't actually been looking at the sold prices, have you? <laughs> I always hate that, where people are like, oh, look, all these people are selling it for this amount. I'm like, yeah, how many of those are just not sold? None of them are actually being sold. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, okay. all right. So yeah, where was I? Yeah, Facebook. Facebook. Facebook got creamed, like absolutely creamed by a self-inflicted wound. All right. So are you? Did you read up on what happened? They they misconfigured something with the DNS. If I remember reading that correctly. Basically, yeah. Um, and it, effectively, their machines told the broader internet, "There's nothing here anymore," <laughs> and that in itself is not actually like an oh my god catastrophe like it would suck um and it'll it'll bring things down but it like oh no you just have that machine go back and send another message saying oh no we're actually here and then the like you just get the ripple effect like the wave going out into the network followed by the wave that fixes it from what i read though the fact is they couldn't actually physically access their servers well they first they couldn't virtually access them because they didn't exist on the internet they didn't exist on the internet and their authentication method to like log into the server goes through that server right (laughs) like (laughs) yeah if you authenticate all of your stuff through facebook and you just knocked facebook offline you can't get to Facebook, so you can't log in. So, oops. Okay, well, as an IT guy, right, as a sysadmin, next step is to go to the physical server yep. and type in the commands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you drive over to to the server room, and it's locked. Because, of course, it's locked because it's the goddamn server room, and no one should go in there who isn't supposed to be in there. Oh, but that's okay. You have a key card. And so Wait. you scan your key card at the key card scanner and nothing happens because your key card and the key card system is authenticated and hosted through your servers. Oh my goodness. Your servers that no longer exist on the internet. So you say, oh no, we can't get into the server room. Quick, get the guy who's in charge of, of security, like the, the man who has the key that can override and open this door. How do we find him? Well, just message him on the company's intro. Oh, uh, uh, call him. What's his phone number? I don't know. Let's go look it up on the company intro. You see the problem. Yeah. No, this is this it's kinda hilarious though, because this is you know, it's this is stuff that I like think about. It's like worst case scenarios. Okay, what happens if I can't get in here? People are like, why do you do that? I'm like, because sooner or later it will most likely happen. Yep. And if I've thought about it ahead of time, in my head, I have a plan now where it's like, oh, that went down. Okay, I can grab this and this and this, go here and do this and we'll be back on the air. 
It's like, it's my job just to think of the worst case scenarios and figure out how to get around them. And it, no. Do you have them written down somewhere? I'm if trying you say yes, to. yes, that they're typed up on like the company intranet? No, no, no. All of our stuff is on Google Drive with a local backup on my laptop. Okay, that's a little better. I Yes, I know it's only what's, two. What's your disaster recovery plan if Google goes down? Well, that's like I said, it's, it's on, I have a local drive. I have my local Google doc folder um, backed up onto my laptop. So there's an actual physical, well, not physical, but there's an actual file copy on my desktop itself. So if Google goes down and I can't, you know, I can't access Google, I still have local copy. Right. There's also actually, there's actually two local copies. One's on my desktop. The other one's on my phone. Because I, I, I have a local sync on my phone, too. So, yes, if my laptop goes down and Google goes down, I'll just pull the file up on my phone and do it that way. Yeah, but th- how can other people find it? Um, well, it's in a folder. I guess, I guess the real disaster recovery is, what happens if Andy goes down? The, funny you should say this. The folder <laughs> that is actually synced up. Yeah. Uh, on my Google Drive, because part of the part of the company policy is, you know, if there's a problem, transfer Google Drive. You know, if if somebody dies or something, transfer Google Drive files to manager or somebody else. Okay. Um, and the folder that all these important documents are in is literally labeled "Open if Andy is no more." <laughs> That's that. No joke. That is literally. The name of the folder. Open if Andy is no more. Yep. Open in case of Andy either leaving, dying, or going into a coma. If I am no more, here's the folder that's got all the stuff that I've written down. (laughs) Oh, good for you for making such a thorough disaster recovery plan. If only the people at Facebook had done... Quite so much. They would have saved literally billions of dollars. Yeah, how much did their stock go down over the last week? I don't know, but it's probably a good time to buy. Let's see. Uh, Friday, September 10th, they were up at 380. Today, they're down at 330. So over the last month, they've been down 12% over the last month. (laughs) Uh, They've been down 1.6% over the last five days. Today, they're back up again. So who knows? Yeah. How much money do I have in my account? (laughs) This is a reminder that Facebook is... RA podcast is not a financial financial advisor. Not a financial advisor. Oh my God, not a financial advisor. I've been on Wall Street bets. (laughs) You should in no way consider anything I say to be sound financial advice. Do your due diligence, as they say. Mm -hmm. That said, uh, about two weeks ago, I think... I was looking at Ford, and Ford stock is not, like, it's not terrible. Um, but uh, about, what was that? That was September 17th. It took a, a little bit of a tumble. Like, it dropped quite a bit. Yes, I see that. So it went from 350 to 260 And so I'm like, you know what? I bet you. Because if you look at the bigger trend of, of Ford, if you look, like, in the last year, like... It's been doing pretty good, and it's had its ups and downs. But generally, it's been going up. And so I'm like, I wonder, I bought a couple options uh, for Ford, and, like, just really, really, really cheap ones, right? Like, it, it cost me, like, four bucks to buy the option. Uh, and it's done pretty well. It, it has indeed done pretty well, because Ford's stock has gone up quite a bit. Yep. Yeah, they just announced, what, that new battery plant? Yep. And then they've also got uh, a major stake in um, 
Riven, I do believe, as well, which they said that's not, you know, that's not, it's not a money making thing, but of course, yeah, that's, they're not going to say that, but. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's, um, yeah, I think they'll, they'll come back quite well. Oh, there's just been in the market all this crap because of the government maybe not funding itself, you know, that little thing. Again. Ah, why? Why? Political theater. Yeah, political theater with a nuke. It's it's just political theater. Nobody's going to actually be the ones to actually default on it. You don't think McConnell actually would? No, he's... He's he's he he always plays it for the looks. I I think he's started to believe it. No, he de- he he's been around too long to believe it. If he thinks that the Democrats would take the blame, you don't think he'd do it? Oh, he th- <sighs> Okay, if you put it that way, then yes, he probably would do it, but he he knows Oh, he knows it would be destructive as hell. Yeah. But if he thinks he can get away with it, if he thinks that it would look worse for the Democrats, you don't think he'd do it? No, he probably would do it. Right. So at that point, Andy, it's no longer political theater. It's idiots making terrible decisions. All right. What's what's the next topic? We should probably move through some of these. I think we're still on the first one and we're in like... (laughs) An hour um, in <laughs> Twitch, Twitch, basically the entire thing of Twitch, all of Twitch, basically oh, they yeah. had a source code leak. Yeah, that's right. I did see that. Not Oops. only not only a source code leak, but it also um, an unreleased Amazon gaming client and streamer payouts from subscriptions and other Twitch features dating back to 2019. Oops. So I could go and look and find out how much a certain streamer has been paid by Twitch. Yes. Oops. And one of the uh, persons who have done that to go through pointed out that 25% of the top 10,000 highest paid Twitch streamers don't make minimum wage. Ooh. Wait, so 25% of the top... Top 10,000. 25% of the top 10,000 don't make minimum wage. Right. For the amount of time that they put into it or just... Because, like, I don't know what they mean by don't make minimum wage. Okay, here we go. Here's the the example from the article. Yeah. For example, if you take what the 8,000th, so number 8,000 in Twitch, which Twitch has what? How many million streamers? Nine nine million streamers. So this is is looking at, like, the top 10,000, right? So 25%, 2,500 of them. Yes. So number... Number 8,000 has made since 2019 $29,396. Okay. Divide that by two because this is 2019 and 2020. Right. You get 14,000. That's assuming that they're doing it as like a full-time job. If they made that much money doing like a week's worth of work, then that's a lot more than minimum wage. Yeah, that's true. So Uh, like, where also... Yeah, I, I I get what they're trying to say that like, hey, it's hard to make it big on this. And like, you're, you're probably not going to be one of the ones who does. There's only 7,500 of them that are doing it. Okay, but also, here we go. Uh, it's a fun thing. Like Hassan Rumble. Piker, Hassan Piker, who's on the list, um, who, according to the numbers, has made over two million on Twitch since 2019. Yeah. Um, this was his quote, because of course, you know, it came out. And so why not, you know, discuss it on your stream? Yep. Um, in comparison to every other form of entertainment, every other form of celebrity, he's talking about um, XQC, who is supposedly has made $8 million. Um, mm-hmm. XQC is making less for the amount of work he puts in. That doesn't mean he's poor. No, of course not. He made $8 million on Twitch. 
But streaming messes you up. It breaks your back. It messes your brain up. I streamed literally 42% of the entire year of 2020. Damn. So 42% of the entire year he was on streaming and he made $2 million. That's a lot of time. So there, okay, so there's your, I, I knew there was something in the article where somebody actually quoted how much time they actually spent streaming over the year. So he spent 42% of the entire year of 2020 streaming yep. and he made $2 million. $2 million. I mean, as more than I made a lot. That's true, but you know, he's one of the how, top how ones. Much? Right, but like, yes, correct. And and it's not much when you compare it to other entertainers. Mm-hmm. But it's it's intense. Definitely intense. Um, I did, because I, I hang out on like some programmer boards on various sites like Reddit. Um, and so I did see some comments about like the source code being released and some of the things that they were finding in there and just how hilariously bad some of it is. Um, and, and the comments on the repository commits that they were making were, were hilarious. Oh, they, I don't have been- any offhand. But there, there's been people who come forward, former Twitch employees, be like, yeah, we told them years ago that there were problems, that they could easily get hacked, and they did Oops. nothing. Oops. That, that should be criminal negligence. Yeah. Yep. So that's, uh, that's going on right now, too. Yep. Hey, guess so what got delayed again? Uh, delayed again, delayed again, delayed again. Duke new confirmed. Nope. Um, the J, the, the telescope. Nope. Okay. But you're, you're close. You're in, you're in the, you're in the solar system neighborhood. <laughs> uh, the moon landing. No. Um, uh, I don't know. Starliner. Boeing. Yep. Boeing's answer to the starship. Yes. That they had planned to have ready like two years ago. Yeah, they uh, they because they they tried to launch the unmanned mission and that failed. And so NASA basically told them, "Hey, you guys need to do an audit of your setup and figure this thing out." So Andy, what makes SpaceX so different that they're making so much progress as compared to Starliner, as compared to Blue Origin, as opposed to Virgin Galactic? Like, why is SpaceX going so much? farther so much faster and i hate that this question makes it sound like i'm sucking up to spacex but like legit they're doing better yeah no it's not it so starliner announced that their orbital flight test 2 is going to get pushed back till the first half of 2022 now because they can't figure out the issue with the oxidizer isolation valves so nasa actually announced that they were shuffling astronaut crew assignments, that um, two of the first people who were supposed to go on Starliner in, you know, they were announced in 2018 that this was, they were going to go up, have now been moved over to Crew Dragon missions. (laughs) Oh, God, SpaceX has to, Elon Musk is cracking open champagne tonight, right? Like, the fact that, not that he probably doesn't every night, but still, like, that's that's a special celebration. That's just, where NASA goes, yeah, hey, Boeing, those astronauts, can we, um, we're going to reassign them. We're going to reassign them to uh, SpaceX. So, uh, yeah, can we, we'll just have them move their stuff. So, yeah, it's both of those are, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. People think that they uh, got moved because these are two people who they're really kind of leaning for going for the first lunar landing flights. Mm-hmm. And they need to have low Earth orbit missions under their belt because if they do, if you take truly rookie astronauts and go, okay, you guys are going to be the ones to land on the moon. No. No. 
So yeah, no, they want to, that's what I think that they're moving them over there is because they want these guys to be like, you know, the faces of the lunar missions, but they need to actually be in space. And Boeing for right now can't get them into space. And of course, you know, the SLS is also waiting for Blue Origin engines to show up. And where are those going to show up? Those are still delayed, which is funny. And I sent you this article when I first read this. Blue Origin back in 2018. Three years ago. Three three years ago. You know, SpaceX was already launching rockets, 20 plus rockets or something like that. Something ridiculous. So Blue Origin got together a um, consulting firm basically to take a look at SpaceX and figure out their strengths and weaknesses. And then the board of directors at Blue Origin got together, you know, received this report and then, you know, basically spent... I think a couple of days, you know, taking this report and making their own notes and everything. And they sent that to um, Blue Origin. Who did they send it to? Uh, I think they sent it to, um, yeah, the chief executive of Blue Origin, Bob Smith, way back in 2018 with this memo that points exactly of everything that SpaceX was doing right and all the stuff that Blue Origin needs to do to catch up. And reading through and this. How much is, of it have they done? Not a lot. <laughs> Which, like, if you've got a memo that says, hey, here's what they're doing and here's what we need to do to catch up, and you don't do that, like, it's kind of your own fault when not only do you not catch up, but they pull farther ahead. I yeah. feel like that memo should be, like, all the evidence needed for NASA and and um, whichever government. The GSO. Thank you. Yeah, the GSO is looking at the, the like, contracts and say, like, no, no, you know what? No. You knew what you had to do three years ago. You were told by your own staff what you needed to do. And no, we're not giving you this contract. Yeah, no, it's... Blue Origin executive also noted how SpaceX embraces its failures and how its willingness to fail publicly has enhanced the space community. You mean all of those explosions? Yeah. For example, in 2017, SpaceX released a video on YouTube of its failed attempts to land the Falcon 9 rocket on YouTube. The video has been viewed nearly 27 million times. I'm at least two of those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely a thing, right? Like, they are okay with failure. Mm-hmm. Which is it's just funny because you think about it, it's, I feel like Boeing and you know, Blue Origin, I really hate to say that, like, Blue Origin shouldn't be one of the old guys in the room, but it just feels like it's the old guy in the room. So my question for that would be how many people on the board of Blue Origin and in management of Blue Origin are Come from the old part school. of that old guard? Yeah. 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 Blue Origin started out as a think tank in 2000. Andy, we were still in high school. Yeah. SpaceX was founded in 2002. Oh, my God. They've been working on that a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Those early launches were um, interesting. I've got there's a book that I there's a couple of books that I want to read. One of them that Elon Musk says is actually, you know, pretty accurate for how things actually were back in the early days of SpaceX. Yeah. Um, so I'm just I'm just curious to see how how did you get from, you know, this little itty bitty kind of company and failures with the original Falcon ones to, you know, oh yeah, no, we just landed another, you know, first stage on the drone again. <laughs> yeah. And, but like, seriously, why can't these other companies do that? I guess Blue Origin had a chance to, and they just said, ah, we don't need that. Yep. No, we, I'm we, a curmudgeon old man. 
that. We we spent the time and effort. We you know we got this memo. We sent it to the CEO, and then nothing happened. So yeah, no, that's that's another thing. It's like okay, Boeing Boeing's got problems. That's across the board has problems from the yeah. you know the the seven three seven Max oh. to Starliner to just Boeing Boeing's got s- systemic problems. Blue Origin. Yeah. You know, also got, has systemic problems. Yes, they, which is weird because they have money. Normally, you can throw enough money at something, and sooner or later, the problem will go away if you throw enough money at it. But it doesn't seem to be happening. <laughs> like, Bezos could throw billions of dollars at it. Yeah, but could also throw that money in, you know, something that's useful. Yep. Sorry. Hey, no, hey. the Paying space workers. Space exploration is useful, but yes, you should also probably pay your, fac, you know, your warehouse workers. Yeah. How many times do I see those freaking ads on YouTube about, hey, come work for Amazon? And I'm just like, no, I've heard the stories. No, no. No. How about Amazon pays their workers and Mm -hmm. not just Bezos? Yep. Like profit sharing, you know? And like I get... I, I understand not all of his money is actual money. Like, not all of his wealth, like some of it's from just owning Facebook. Cool. Give some of that to the workers. They own some of it. Grumble, grumble. Yep. <sighs> so let's see what else we got. Grand Theft Auto. Yes, Grand the Theft Trinity. Auto. Um, yes, the definitive edition. So Grand Theft Auto okay. 3. Grand Theft Auto Vice City and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas are going to get HD remasters and re-released as a package. It's interesting that that's the definitive edition. I guess for me, like, the definitive one is Grand Theft Auto 4, because that's the first one I played. Yeah, no, but I've I've played Grand Theft Auto 1 and Grand Theft Auto 2. Was it Grand Theft Auto London, I yeah, think? Yeah, and, and those were, were not quite the same game, right? No. Like, Grand Theft Auto 3 is where they redefine the series. Yes. Maybe I should go back and play one of these, or play them when they come out on this. I would, yeah, I I mean, heck, Grand Theft Auto 3 was the first game I got for the PS2. I bought the PS2 mm-hmm. and I brought Grand Theft Auto 3 because I had seen... I, I think, Andy, I think that's rather telling. Do you know what my first PS2 game was? What? Dance Dance Resolution? Final Fantasy X. Oh, Final... I was gonna... It was one of those two. It was either Final Fantasy... <laughs> Final Fantasy X. I didn't need to buy a DDR. I had the the um, fan made emulator. Oh yeah, for doing it on the computer. But excuse me. Yeah, no. Final Fantasy X was my first PlayStation Two game. I got it when I graduated high school. It was a graduation gift. I picked mine up when I was working at Best Buy. Nice. Yep, because I could get a I think a ten percent discount. And then worked at Best Buy. I worked at Best Buy. I got a ten percent discount on the PlayStation, and then I bought all the the certain third party accessories, like extra extra controllers and stuff there. And that, that was just like a crazy discount. Yeah. But yes. No. Grand Theft Auto Three, the definitive edition, coming out first half of next year. Okay. But GTA Four was just so good. Like I know the story and the character, and because I tried to play five, I did buy five, and I I loaded it up, and I got like a half an hour in, and I'm like, I don't care about any of these people. Mm-hmm. I mean, four four felt just like you literally stepped off the boat into New York, and you're like, all right, I'm here, and like your cousin drives up, is like, welcome to the country, and you're like, yep, yeah, this is pretty cool, and like you're not an evil person, you're just in a really weird situation. Yeah. And you can be evil, right? That's that's kind of the game. But like I I really enjoyed the characters of four and the story behind it. Okay, sorry. I heard some noises seeing if that was Isaac or Megan. Alright, anything else on this list that you wanna 
Oh, on this list? Oh, yeah, other space news. The Falcon Heavy launch that was supposed to happen this month got delayed. Yeah, I mean, they're still waiting for the FCC and F. AA approval. No, no, no. That's 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 right. Starship. Oh, that's the super heavy. That's Starship. Yeah. Ah, okay. So here's the one place where SpaceX I think screwed up. <laughs> Naming the name their is? shit. <laughs> you got the Falcon. You got the Falcon Heavy. You got the Starship. The Starship has both the Starship section and the booster section. Mm-hmm. And the booster is the super heavy boot. No, I don't. I, it's yeah. They the names are bad. <laughs> Yep. At least they themed their engines. You've got the Raptor engines and the Falcon engines. Other than the uh, the BO-23s yeah. or whatever they're called. The, the Blue Origin ones? Yeah. yeah. Of course, there is a problem with theming your engines, which is what... Um, Apple ran into when they were theming their their um, OS releases after big cats. They ran out. <laughs> they ran out of cats. They ran out of big cats. They're like, all right, OS 10.12 is, um, um, let's see, got Leopard, Lynx, Jaguar, um, lie, um, shit. <laughs> Somebody or, get me an how- animal encyclopedia. Yeah, or how about Google theming Android releases after desserts? <laughs> like, that was cute for a while, but eventually you kind of run into a problem. Yeah, did you see that? Um, so Android 12 got released to the Android Open Source Project, which normally when it gets released to the Android Open Source Project, it gets released to the Pixels the same day. Yeah. Pixels have been delayed, and Google says Ooh. they're working on it. But then Google also said that the Pixel 6... Um, event is going to be happening. Um, when when when's the Pixel Six event? Uh, like the sixteenth or seventeenth? Yeah, sixteenth or seventeenth. Oh, uh, October nineteenth. Okay. I mean, there's tons of leaks about it. All yeah, time. yeah. But I have a feeling that they're going to be like, oh yeah, Android twelve coming out first on the Pixel Six. I swear that's what they're going to do. You think so? Why why delay Android twelve? I mean, it's I, I it's think- literally out there in the wild for the open source project. Yeah, which means you could get it on your Pixel. Yes, if I wanted, you know, to break a bunch of T-Mobile stuff. Yeah. But I, f- I feel like that's what they're going to do something with the Pixel launch event in Android 12. So I have a feeling I'm not going to even worry about checking my phone for an update until after the, the event on the 19th. Okay. So, yes, that's another bit of news there. Yeah. So, anything else? I think we can move on to the review. All right. I would like to review What If Season 1. It is your review. So it is my like review. review. What If Season 1, then I guess we're talking about What If Season 1. What if Marvel made a cartoon? <sighs> Nine episodes, now, right? And I, I'm going to... Let's let's get this out of the way. I enjoyed it. I liked What If. <sighs> I felt like it... The, the pacing on most of the episodes just felt off for me. It felt off starting with season, you know, episode one and then going up to episode nine where it, it felt like you were trying to redo the Avengers on fast forward. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just it didn't but, feel... I mean, that's that's in part because they were. Like, they, they did do the Avengers on fast forward. I know, but it's... Why? Because they could. I mean, in part. it's Because they could isn't the reason they did it. They did it because they wanted to tell a story. They fast forwarded the Avengers because they only had a limited time to tell the story. Yeah. It works because it's not the first time. Because this exists within the broader zeitgeist that is the MCU. 
it just it just what what is what isn't sitting well with you it it just it it it, it was basically billed as this anthology series which was you know okay but then it started getting weird towards the end because all these anthology episodes none of them they were all downers really it's like okay outside of the carter episode it was like okay you know the t'challa one his universe is gonna you know up and it just was a bunch of bad stuff and then all of a sudden you know, Ultron shows up and somehow Ultron's able to actually use these stones outside of his own universe, which... That is that is like the one thing that I upset me was that they missed that bit about the stones. Which the and writer... knew it. The, the writer of the episode said that the stones were powering Thanos' suit and therefore Ultron's still... Suit. Oh yeah, sorry, Ultron's suit. Yeah, but if that's the case, then like, still no. Like, just no. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's a garbage response. The correct answer is, oops, we forgot. Oh well, enjoy the story anyway. Well, the, the other thing was, okay, so yes, they it followed this whole basically Avengers sequence of pulling people, you know, together to fight a greater good. Yeah. But the fight Avengers... For a greater good, yes. Yes. The Avengers was not the first movie in the MCU sequence. It gave you time to actually build up the likeness of these characters. Yeah, absolutely. Gamora shows up literally okay, out of that nowhere. One, that one was because of COVID. Yes. That that, that one, one was because there was a missing episode that will be in season two because one of their animation studios got hit with COVID and so they couldn't finish it in time. <laughs> they made the decision to cut the episode out. I'm just upset at how many different like reviews and Easter egg videos I've seen where they're like, why are they making an Infinity Gauntlet if she's already got Thanos' armor? I'm like, because they're not making an Infinity Gauntlet they're destroying the one that already existed. Yeah, I, I understood that part, but it was like, it was like, okay, wait a second, like, Gamora shows up, and you no, know, Tony Stark's in Sakaar arm. It, it was just that yeah. one. Th- that was like a little bit of a whiplash. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I was like, wait, why? Uh, okay, whatever. I just went with it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry, I just can't get Dude Thor or Bro Thor, whatever they're calling him. I just Party Thor. Party Thor. Just no. I, mm. You know, Andy, here's the thing. I'm going to say this. You don't have to like every part of the MCU. I know, there that's true. There were bad movies. Yeah, you know, There it's... were bad movies. You don't have to like every part of the MCU to like the MCU. Part of me, you know, was it just felt like they could have just kept it after, you know, the, the first six episodes. Do the first six episodes just as anthology little snippets, kind of like the Twilight Zone, and leave they... this... Leave the overarching. Tell a bigger story. That was the whole point: was to tell a bigger story. Like I, I feel like the lesson that it drove home was was accurate. That like we we are the watcher, right? And we've been we've been watching the MCU grow for 13 years and as part of that we've become involved in it that we can't separate ourselves out of it and i think that's accurate and i think that's a a strong statement to make and not at all an incorrect one i'm just gonna okay i'm gonna leave it at this ultron you know was a big bad and that's it felt like they kind of even rushed him 
where it's all it, they literally they literally handed him the stones the stones yeah and it's like really that's they literally handed but, him the stones and then okay now he's the big bad guy they were only able to do that they were only able to do that because they had spent how the, many dozens of hours building up Thanos so that you knew what it meant when Ultron just turns around and it's like oh you're dead now <laughs> Like, that's, you. yep, you're now dead. It also helps, like, relieve some of the loss from Age of Ultron, the movie, where Ultron was, like, an evil thing, but he wasn't, like, Thanos-level, oh my god. Whereas in the comics, In the no, comics, yes, Ultron he's is. like, yeah. he's, he's bad. <laughs> like, he's dangerous. So, yes, they handed him the Infinity Stones. Which, like, once Thanos again, it just, it just felt walks out quick. and says, like, I'm here for the stone. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, you're dead. I don't know. I felt like building up Ultron as a season two villain would have been better. Because we knew, we knew season two was coming. Like, we've known that for a while. Why bring him in, make him all powerful, and then literally kick him out the next well, episode? I, I think because they wanted to have a, a clean end, and because they wanted to have the ending that they had, because several of those characters have been confirmed for upcoming movies. Once again, yes, you have an overarching universe. No, you don't have to tie everything into it. I mean, you kind of do. Yes, they've painted themselves into that corner of, yes, it's, everything. It's kind of expected at this point. So Strange Supreme is supposed to be in an upcoming movie. He's, I think he's supposed to be in um, Multiverse of Madness. Oh. Yeah. Um, Captain Carter has been confirmed. Well, good, because I, I like Haley. Um, I, I haven't seen anything about Black Widow, and something tells me that's not going to happen. <laughs> Hey, 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 they settled the lawsuit. Yep. Supposedly they're on good terms again. Okay. Somebody had to go first and go, hey, this isn't right. And Scarlet thought she was going to be the one. So, well, she's also like the only one whose movie came out during the pandemic. Yeah. Where they're like, ah, we're going to release it on home video, like to direct streaming to home. But we're not so going to change I your contract. Yeah, I liked What If. I thought they did a very good job. I thought they handled the property well. I liked the style. I liked the humor. I it, it would be not as good to watch if you don't have the understanding of all the movies. Like, if you're coming into What If Cold, that's a bad place to start. <laughs> that's true. This is not a show for people who are just learning about Marvel. That might be true about all the shows so far. So, yeah, no, it's, I watched it. Some of the episodes were good. It's just that the trying to, you know, literally just take all your Play-Doh bits and smash them all together and try and make something good out of it at the end. Just, it, it, it fell flat for me. Oh, that's too bad. Yep. I really enjoyed it, but they don't all have to be winners for everyone. Nope. Let's see. I've just seen Shang-Chi. I what's still the need what's, to see that. What's the next Marvel? I need Marvel? to see Shang-Chi. I need to see Black Widow. Uh, next one is The Eternals. Oh, yes. Yeah, that one's coming out. Black Widow Followed is now on Disney+. Plus. Ooh, just regular Disney+. Plus. Yep, just regular Disney+. Plus now. Sweet. I might watch that tomorrow. And then part of me wants to know, think if I should watch the um, Venom movies. Yeah. Have you heard about The Singer? No, and I'm trying to keep it that way. Okay. You sure? Oh, yeah. No Way Home's coming out, too. Yep. That's December. Okay. You, Andy? Yeah? Watch Venom. All right. 
before December. I'll watch Venom and Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Mm-hmm. Where can I watch Venom What's right Venom now? available on? That's what, that's what I was, I'm just checking right now. No, I don't want the second Venom. I want the first Venom. It's not on Disney Venom. Plus because it's a Sony. Download FX now? Supposedly, I can, let's see, more watch options. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I, I think I can get it on the FX Now app. Can I stream that on my uh, TV? <laughs> Wait, it's available on FX now? Isn't that owned by Fox? Which means it's owned by Disney? I don't know. This This whole thing is... I'm downloading the app. We'll figure this thing out. Okay. <sighs> and then I'll see if Venom 2 is still in the theaters. That was actually, I saw Shang-Chi in the theater on a Tuesday. I was literally the only one in the theater. <laughs> is this the theater that brings you food? Yes. So you had like, your you. it was just for you. It was a private screening. It was a private screening just for me. Now I got to go look up my local theater and see if there's <laughs> tickets on Tuesday. Which was been to a movie theater in so long. Yeah, I so I pl- long. I played nice. I wore my mask on the way in when I ordered all my mm-hmm. stuff. I sat down on my thing there. I kept the mask on until I realized I was literally the only one in the theater. And I'm like, well, screw yep. this. <laughs> yeah, there is definitely nobody within six feet of me right now. Yeah. Oh man! All right, in the theater is Free Guy, Shang Chi, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and No Time to Die. Oh, jeez. That is stacked right now. And of course... Though that's four movies that I kind of want to see. Right, okay, so this, this random review has gone off the rails. Yes, yes. Random so, topic! Yes, let's random topic this and get out of here. Random topic. <laughs> I'm just trying to pad our, our random review, random topic time. No, 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 because I don't do the random review as part of the... Oh, you the... don't include the review? That's why I overestimated. Yeah, no, it's just the random topics. Oh, those go quick. Those go so quick. Okay, what's the random topic? Random topic. Are you prepared, Dave, to defend yourself from being attacked by a banana? Absolutely not. Like, why would this... I be prepared for that? Is this like a sentient banana? Is it being attacked like... In, somebody, in the sense or, of being attacked by a sword, right? Being attacked yeah. by a banana. Like someone charging at me with bananas. I am so not prepared for that. Like, I don't know what I would do. If I were threatened with a banana, I'm... I'm no. The answer is no, I am not prepared. Are you prepared, Andy? Uh, that my first what reaction was... to prepare? I don't know. Like, what are they going to do if they try and attack me with a banana? Like, uh, I, my kids have tried to force feed me a banana... Because they're sharing now. Yeah, like, here, Dad, take this. I don't want this. Here, Dad, take this. No, Daddy Daddy doesn't really want a banana. Yeah, okay, Daddy will have a banana right now. What's really fun is when they uh, try and um, want to share your own food with you. (laughs) Where it's like, no, that's... Would you like some? Wait, that's that's mine. (laughs) Are you asking me if I want my own food? Yes, I want my own food. There's a reason it's on my plate. Yes. This is this is daddy's food for a reason. Yeah. I know. I'm not prepared. I'm not worried about it. Like, I, I don't think I will prepare for it. I, I have nothing to add to that. It's a very short, random topic. Yeah. I my, my, my Literally, my first question was, is the banana alive? As much as any banana is. <laughs> okay. Then, no, I'm not, I'm not set to defend myself from a banana. I guess I'm, I'm more prepared to defend myself against, like, a sentient banana that is attacking me. Than somebody because, wielding a banana? Right, like, I'm not, 
you know, banana is the size of a banana. Banana for scale. Um, so, like, I'm not really worried about that. Like, it's a banana. The most it's going to do is, like, get under my foot and make me slip. So, no, I'm, I'm not, not really worried about that. <sighs> trying to sign into this FX account right now, and it's like, oh, hey, you've already got an ABC account. Sign in with that. Well, shoot. <laughs> I don't remember what the password is for that account. Andy, go to bed. Yeah, I suppose so. I'll just do that. All right. Well, episode 700, that's a wrap. Oh, this has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.